You're listening to Off to Market with Scott Farley and Hamish Chadwick. All right, I'm Hamish. And I'm Scott. And today, it's part of a three-part series. It's part, part two. It's all about grants. And uh, we have a, an expert in the field, Jag Deep. He's up in Townsville. So um, you'll have a little bit of uh, audio issues today because we're talking over a uh, internet connection. But Jag Deep is an expert uh, in grants, and grants can be really, really um, well utilized in startups, especially with inventive products, because there are a few grants that allow, uh, well, everything we, we sort of do is fairly inventive and fairly unique. And there are a few, few grants which are very easily accessible with the help of Jag Deep um, that allow you to claim back up to 50% of your R&D, anything spent on anything inventive uh, and experimental, you can claim that back off the government and basically end up loaning yourself a certain amount of money in the first stages. So anything up to prototype level, you can. And some, and in some cases, when you have experimental tooling, you can claim that as well. But everything up to that point, you can actually just ask the government for half of that money back, which is an amazing grant and a, and a great initiative to, initiative to get people off the ground. So, Jag Deep, if you'd like to introduce yourself, please um, welcome aboard and uh, and uh, let us let us uh, learn all about EMDG and R&D tax rebates. Thank you very much, Scott and Hamish, for allowing me this opportunity to talk to you uh, and uh, tell something about these two areas where people who are into innovation and uh, they're into business of exporting the things, they can get uh, some benefit uh, from tax office and from government <coughs> to further their ventures. Just about myself, I am a charter founder myself and uh, I've done masters in business administration, specializing in international business. Uh, I have worked in various uh, corporations uh, in Australia and overseas as well. And uh, me and Angelo are now trying to uh, sort of consolidate all of these experiences together and trying to help people where we can. To start with, I will mention that uh, uh, research and development tax incentive is one thing which is really important to understand. Uh, it is definitely very much uh, helpful for uh, innovators as well because they are innovating, they are experimenting and they are uh, actually coming out with the product or some uh, technology which is going to be worthwhile and uh, a new set of knowledge is being placed in the industry. Yeah. Uh, about just, R&D... Uh, just in uh, here, uh, Jay Deep, uh, the previous episode was with Angela about company structure and yeah. in order to uh, qualify for these grants, I'll just uh, step in a little bit and you have to have a proprietary limited company registered in Australia. That's, that's about the only criteria and you have to spend a certain amount of money. But... They're about the only criteria, and it has to be experimental. But um, yeah, otherwise, uh, as long as you have those structures in place and we can guide you on those, um, you can claim this R&D tax rebate. Yes, it has to be a company, a proprietary limited company, which is a tax resident, which is a resident Australian for tax purposes. Uh, it means companies incorporated in Australia or companies incorporated elsewhere in the world can be eligible as well. So this is one thing to be kept in mind. This is a company, Australian tax resident. That's what is the most important thing. Okay. Have this uh, 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 grant or incentive in place to apply for. 
And uh, anything else, thoughts you want me to clarify on this? Oh, look, um, I, guess, I guess, how do, how do people, I mean, obviously, um, what's, what's your, your um, the company, is in the mentioned pathways you still approach in order to get in contact with you about this? Because it's obviously really important that people set this structure up and, uh, correctly so that they can not miss out. The only other, the only other thing I've, re, I've uh, had happen before to me was I was paying my R&D bills from my personal account, which was a mistake. So you really have to have an account set up, a bank account set up in the company name that you're claiming from and pay your, because the money is coming out of your own pocket. So what you do is you just make sure that you pay the money into that account first before you go and pay your bills because otherwise you can get caught um, uh, by paying a person because they can audit your account. That has to be coming out of that, that company account. That's one thing I've been caught on. But yeah, um, if, how do they come and get in contact with you? How do people get in contact with you if they want to get their company set up ready for uh, uh, claiming the tax rebate uh, down the track? Uh, as in previous episode, Angelo mentioned that we have a, a web page called www.inventionpathways.com.au. I would encourage people to just go onto that web page and uh, uh, our uh, contact details are there. Uh, we, we try to keep the web page updated as well, and all these things will definitely go onto the web page very soon. Uh, people can contact us and we can help them uh, with setting up a company as well if they are interested in, uh, without another branch of um, like accounting and finance things. Uh, with, with, with that company being in place, uh, we can definitely then uh, help people uh, assess the amount being spent or the activities being designated as a certain uh, development activities by them and because there are certain criteria to be met to have that research activity recognized by tax office as research and development yeah major so basically if you have uh, a tax 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 registered company in, uh, in australia and you are doing experimental work and you have all your company structure correctly set up and you, uh, one thing that's very important also uh, is to keep your records, keep all your receipts nice and clearly marked and aside and you, um, and you also um, uh, have, have your um, bills being paid from your company account. This is, these are the sort of things you need to put in place uh, and then Angela, can, and then, I'm um, sorry, Jack Deep can help you with the rest of it and claims and forms and all the rest of it that need to be done to claim that money. And it's basically a lovely little check that comes back from the tax office after you've spent the money uh, at a year of development and you basically get a check back that you can use to further develop the product. And it's always very useful at that point. Thank you, Jake Deep. Um, how about uh, EMDG? Let's move on to that. That's uh, an Export Marketing and Development Grant. And that's also really, really useful for people who are developing an innovative product um, and generally, you know, our, our, our market's quite small in Australia. So generally when we're doing these sort of projects, we're aiming at the export market simply because, you know, numbers, it's just so much, uh, there's so much more sales to be made overseas than there are in Australia. So um, yeah, the EMDG grant's really good. It help, helps you to claim back similar sort of figure, uh, you know, up to 50% based on anything spent on export marketing. And it can even include your uh, export-related patent costs. So this is something that people don't realise. You know, patents can become a fairly major part of your expenditure. 
and um, the EMDG grant allows you to claim part of those costs uh, because it's all about selling overseas and export and export markets. So uh, yeah, without uh, uh, going on anymore, would you, would you like to expand on that please, JP? Uh, this EMDG Export Market Development Grant actually is an initiative of Australian government. It, it comes in the form of a financial assistance for small to medium aspiring and growing export ready businesses. The uh, most in interesting thing about this grant is that it's not only companies which are eligible for this, an Australian individual, partnership, company, association, cooperative, or Statutory corporation, these are the technical words, but individuals, partnerships, companies, all are eligible to apply for uh, EMDG. And uh, there are certain things which can be claimed and there are certain exclusions as well. But you rightly picked up that uh, uh, intellectual property expenses, which are eligible, can be claimed under this grant. And this grant can be claimed eight times by any individual company or uh, any partnership up to a limit of $150,000. Right. Um, so this is really important too, if you need to, need to travel overseas and visit a trade show, even learning about export markets is really you know, quite critical for these sort of projects. So you can claim a part of that as well. Um, is, as far as timeframes go, like some of these projects go for a while, there's research happening over the years, there's patents being paid. How, how far back can you go or does it have to be year by year, uh, year by financial year for these sort of things, Jackie? For example, uh, financial year finishing on 30th of June 2019 uh, and this claim is to be made for the first time by any individual or any organization into export business, they can go two years backward, like 17, 18, 18, 19, two years worth of expenses can be clapped together and we can lodge the claim uh, starting 1st of July 19 up to 2nd of December 2019. If, if this claim is to be lodged by the assessor themselves or the beneficiary themselves, but there are uh, consultants who can do it. They are registered with Austrade and there is an extended time limit for them up to 2nd of March or something like that. There is an extended period of time for them to uh, lodge it. But there are uh, certain expenses and certain things which can be claimed and which cannot be claimed. Uh, 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 intellectual property expenses is one thing. Overseas representation can be claimed. Uh, marketing consultant expenses, marketing visit expenses, as you rightly said, uh, uh, Scott, that people have to go out of Australia and market their product or at least uh, look for the potential and uh, explore the markets. Even free samples are covered under that. Any samples of the small products given uh, to the potential buyers, they are covered. Uh, people attending or potential exporters attending trade fairs, seminars, Etc. Even overseas buyers, if they are uh, invited to visit Australia by those uh, potential exporters, their expenses are covered as well uh, within those parameters which are defined uh, uh, by law. Look, that's brilliant. Um, look, don't underestimate this, people. It's it's one of these 
one of these, these two grants are very accessible and they're incredibly beneficial to startups of uh, inventive ideas. Look, um, the, the one thing I just have to emphasize, we've had so many people over the years who just haven't been, uh, haven't set, up, set the company up correctly or they haven't uh, spent money through the right uh, channels or they haven't collected their, um, their financials correctly or they've just missed deadlines and it's just heartbreaking to see um, this money just disappear when it's available and to help you. So please, please uh, get hold of Jake Deep. Make sure before you start the company you set everything up correctly and then keep all your paperwork correctly, pay through a designated account and make sure you don't miss the deadlines because there's no going back. As Jack Deep said, you've got two years and if you miss that, you're done. So it's a total waste of money and it's very, very, very beneficial for um, the next stages, which might be commercialization process. Um, thank you very much, Jack Deep. Um, one there's thing, Scott, I need to highlight one, only one last thing. Yep. This grant in the budget has $137.9 million set aside by the government. So my, uh, these words which I'm using is that people need to come forward and claim this. People do claim this. Last year, $131 million were claimed by uh, 3,000 odd businesses or uh, people who were intending to do exports. So my uh, word of wisdom I can say is please come forward and apply for this. There's scope for your expenses being met out of it and uh, this extra money will help uh, expand your business going forward. Magic. I mean, some great incentives. The Queensland government's actually really, really good at this. Um, they've got another grant, which is called the Ignite Ideas Fund, which is phenomenal. And it's basically $100,000. It's not matched money for money. I think there's a small amount of matching now goes on, but it's only around about 20%. But it's, uh, you know, you're going to spend that without blinking. So it's, there's a lot of things you can look into. We haven't got time to go into all of them today, but there are some really good incentives out there. There's federal grants, there's um, national grants, there's grants for um, air, uh, minority groups that can be accessed. The R&D tax rebate and the EMDG grant are still by far the easiest to access. And as long as you follow a few small, um, simple rules, you know, they're very easy to get and, and then you'd be mad not to not to go and try for them. So thanks, Jack Deep. Really appreciate that. Yeah, thank you. You've been listening to Off to Market with Scott Farley and Hamish Chadwick.